today I am beginning a new series of sermons entitled Revealed. And in this series, we're going to be taking a look at the story of the birth of Jesus and what it reveals to us about God, about our lives. We begin today by taking a look at this particular scripture that was just being read and, and a promise that was revealed. This promise that was revealed to us, nothing is impossible with God. So repeat that for me. Nothing is impossible with God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord our God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. One of the great preachers of my lifetime, Dr. Fred Craddock, preached a sermon once entitled, Nothing is Impossible with God, based on this scripture from today. I remember reading that passage, and I loved how he started his sermon. He said, nothing is impossible with God. That's the text. And pastors love that. Because we don't have to worry about who said what to whom. Don't have to talk about Moses or Paul. Nothing is impossible with God. It's simply a true statement. Doesn't matter the context. You can write it out and stick it in a bottle and throw that bottle in the sea and it can wash up on a shore far away and it's still true. Nothing is impossible with God. Now, I love how he starts his sermon out. Just that simple statement, nothing is impossible with God. It's true, period. Now, I've seen people going through some of the most difficult of circumstances, hanging on to those words as an anchor of hope as they face the unknown. I've heard those words lots of times. I heard them early on in my ministry when a member of the church became sick, really sick. The doctors didn't give much hope, but the family said, the family refused to give up on, the, on him saying, nothing is impossible with God. That's what they said. I heard those words spoken at Green Valley United Methodist Church on the other side of Las Vegas. They were a couple of weeks away from their grand opening of their new sanctuary when their senior pastor had a huge heart attack, almost died, would have died, if it weren't for the truth that nothing is impossible with God. Well, there was a whole lot of work to be done in order to be ready for this grand opening that had already been announced, and so as a superintendent, I stepped in to help. I remember meeting with the leadership team and that's when I found out that it was only the senior pastor who knew what was what and when and where. And it was going to be a lot of work to figure out what was what and when and where. And we only had a couple of weeks till the grand opening. But you know what the leaders said? Nothing is impossible with God. I heard those words spoken at a church was saying goodbye to a beloved pastor. Members of the church were saying, what are we going to do without him? And then a leader stood up and said, nothing is impossible with God. We'll be fine. I heard those words spoken here in this church when we are up to our eyeballs in plans to build this sanctuary. 
And on the very day we were launching out to raise the money to build this building, the stock market crashed and we went into a deep recession. The bottom fell out. And it got so bad that we wondered if we needed to wait a while until the, until the economy began to recover, to raise the money. But you know what the leaders said? The leaders said, nothing is impossible with God. And they were right. We raised the money. And at a time, at the very, very bottom of the downturn in the economy, when nobody was building anything in Las Vegas, and I mean no one was building, we built this sanctuary. It, sta it stands as a sign to the greater community that nothing is impossible with God. I look around our congregation. I see, I see you all, young and old, male and female, gay and straight, conservative and liberal, black and white and brown and every shade in between. And in the midst of a world where there is so much divisiveness, so much divisiveness, who would ever think you could bring together a group of people like this to form a church? And yet here we are. And we know how that happened. Nothing is impossible with God. But not everybody knows that. And not everybody believes there's a God. I've been with people. I've been with people who have told me that they thought that they were in this life alone. That they had to go it alone. That all they had was their strength, their resources, their ingenuity, and their hard work. And that was it. And I've wondered, how would they make it? What would they hold on to when the phone rang? What would they hold on to when the bottom fell out? What would they hold on to when their strength, when their resources, when their ingenuity, when all of their hard work wasn't enough? When it wasn't enough, what would they hold on to? Ah, but then I remember, nothing is impossible with God. I mean, could it be that God is at work even in the lives of people who do not believe, chipping away at, at hardened hearts? Could it be that God is at work giving grace to people who are unaware that they are receiving it? Nothing is impossible with God. Did you know that those two phrases, I mean, that phrase, that, that phrase shows up twice in the Bible. And both times that it shows up, it's talking about something that's impossible. Not something that's improbable, not something that's unlikely, something that is impossible. The first time it shows up is in Genesis chapter 18, in the midst of the story of Abraham and Sarah. Remember, God had told Abraham and Sarah that they were going to have descendants that numbered the stars and their descendants would, would be a blessing to the world. And yet by the time we get to chapter 18, they've had no children of their own. Now, we don't usually think of having children as something that requires the miraculous power of God. But they've had no children of their own, 
And now Sarah is way past childbearing years, which means that there's no way that they can claim that it was because of their strength, because of their resources or their ingenuity or their hard work that descendants were a blessing to other people. They had no children of their own. And then when Sarah was 89 years old, Abraham was 99. An angel of the Lord showed up and told Sarah she was going to become pregnant. And that's impossible. We got some 89-year-old women here today. That's impossible. I mean, I can't flap my wings and fly across this room. That's impossible. And a 90-year-old woman giving birth to a child is impossible. And yet it happened. It happened. So how do we, how do we make sense of that? Well, it's impossible for human beings, right? But nothing is impossible with God. Isaac was born. Isaac then was the father of Jacob, who was the father of the 12 tribes of Israel. And pretty soon you've got descendants that number the stars and their descendants become a blessing to all the world. Think of Moses. Think of King David. Think of Mary, which leads us to the second time we see this phrase in the Bible. Luke chapter 1, you heard it read a moment ago. Mary is a young girl, a young maiden, a virgin. And an angel of the Lord comes to her and tells her that she's going to have a baby. And her having a baby is just as impossible as Sarah at age 90 giving birth to Isaac. But that's what the angel said. And what does Mary say? How can this be? Which I translate to say, impossible. It's impossible. And if that weren't enough... She then finds out that this child that she's to carry is not is like none other. The Messiah, Christ the Lord, Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Impossible. And yet she delivered the child. How could this be? It's impossible for human beings, but nothing is impossible with God. And this Jesus then... He became a blessing to all the world. Even though he was beaten and abused and abandoned and ultimately hung on a cross to die, he became a blessing to all the world. This Jesus who was laid in a tomb, but God raised him from the dead. Human beings cannot resurrect themselves. That's impossible. But Jesus was resurrected and we know why. Because nothing is impossible with God. And ever since then, ever since then, people have experienced this risen Christ at work in their lives, chipping away at their hardened hearts, helping to bring them to come to believe. And in the process, helping to be a little bit better people. You know, a little more generous. Welcoming the stranger. Helping them to love their enemy. Turn the other cheek. Go the second mile. Be a good Samaritan. And the world continues to be blessed. Continues to be blessed because nothing is impossible with God. Today's scripture reveals to us 
this promise that nothing's impossible with God. It comes to us as a little baby in a manger. Jesus, the Messiah, born into this world that we have newness of life and that promise of the presence of God with us, whatever the circumstance might be. In a couple of weeks, we're launching out our second campus. We start worship out in the northwest part of town in just a few weeks. And there's still a whole lot of work to be done. Pastor Tim is getting a little anxious. Actually, Pastor Tim is really, really anxious because <laughs> there's a whole lot of work still to be done. And it's not easy work. In fact, it's hard work. It's really hard work. It's such hard work that you have to, you have to wonder why would anybody even want to do it? And if it was simply up to us, up to our strength, and our resources, and our ingenuity, and our hard work, success would be impossible. It's that hard. So why are we doing it? Why are we doing it? Well, because we believe God wants us to. And because we trust nothing is impossible with God. Why are we doing it? Because we believe that if God could bless the world through the birth of Jesus, then God can bless some people in the northwest part of town through the birth of a new church for Jesus. How many people will be blessed? We don't know. That's not our concern. We simply are going where it is that God sins, trusting nothing is impossible with God. You know, I hope I've learned that lesson over the course of my life. I hope I've learned that lesson, that God is involved in this world and in our lives, and because of that, nothing is impossible. I hope I've learned that lesson, that there's never reason to give up on hope. There's never reason to give up on wonder. There's never reason to give up on what is possible because nothing is impossible with God. Dr. Fred Craddock ends his sermon by saying, write those words on your heart. Fill them up in your mind. Nothing is impossible with God. Because by the time we meet again, you may very well have needed them. Thanks be to God. Amen? Amen. Amen.